When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Ryback Show Live. I am the big guy Ryback. Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages listening all around the world. We are streaming live on Instagram and TikTok, the big guy Ryback 22. Greatly appreciated, guys. As always, please swing on over here to YouTube at Ryback TV. Just hit 428,000 subscribers. Thank you to each and every one of you. You guys are the co-host of this show. The ebb and flow of the show goes where your questions goes. Super chats are greatly appreciated and get you on screen for a shout out on your channel as well. Another way to get subscribers possibly for the people that tune in to see. I will at least pull you up on the screen to answer your super chats. Health, fitness, supplementation, mindset, pro sports, pro wrestling, and anything and everything in between. I'm that guy streaming live on Twitch at Ryback Rules and Twitter at Ryback. The show is available on all podcast platforms. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated for all of you guys that are listening to the audio version. We are moving up the podcast ranks once again in the wrestling category. Even though this is just not a wrestling podcast, it is heavily wrestling-based, depending on, on how many of the questions, which is typically a lot of the wrestling stuff on here with that. This show is brought to you by my Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line sweetened with stevia and among fruit, no harmful artificial sweeteners or colors, vegan-friendly for men and women, he, she, and thee on feedmemore.com. Our formulas are three to five times more expensive to make than all the competitors, even though we don't charge you three to five times more. Guys, premium formulas, they actually work. Majority five-star reviewed. A lot of them are, some of them are, half of them, Five of them are available on Amazon. The other ones, all 13 different ones, available on feedmemore.com. Can save 30% new customers, discount code RYBACK30. That's in the description and the comments here on YouTube on that and on Instagram after the show is up. And for the audio version, it's always in the description on there as well. Returning customers can save 20% discount code FEEDME20, FEEDME20 on that. You can still get a free bottle of our 123 Muscle Joint Tendon Support Formula. Guys, it's great stuff. You will like it. Keep those joints, tendons, and, and for muscle inflammation with the turmeric, it's very, very, very good. Check that out, $49.99 value, yours free as a, as a, as a thank you for trusting us with your supplement needs. All right, we've got the plugs out of the way. I know that's all of your favorite part of the show, which I don't think it's that bad. A lot of people do a lot of reads. I keep it to my stuff and move on. We have the ads inserted before and after the show on the audio version, which I get people all the time that just send me over like, hey, we can sponsor the, the show. We'll pay for this. And I don't even, 
I, I, I like I have my stuff going on, so I should probably take a couple of them and put them in the beginning of the show. And like, yeah, is your what's the the manscape one? I could see them being manscape and blue chew. We'll just keep it we'll keep it all for the guys. All right. Yeah, we've got a new feeding time coming out today or Monday. I got to get it done today. I've got a big weight training, got chest and shoulders today, traps, abs, a little cardio, and uh, my my carb day today. Clean, all except for the cheat meal, which is going to be Arby's new garlic ribeye uh, steak sandwich. Garlic, yeah, garlic ribeye, or is it garlic rib steak sandwich or something? I got a, it's something. So I'll go get one of those and some curly fries and call it an afternoon <laughs> North Carolina what's going on double W Walter in the house good to see you Walter hope you and the family are doing well also everything is good over here Do- Sophie we're gonna take her back to the vet I'm taking her on Monday early 6 a.m appointment her grinding teeth have not stopped the GI medicine track medicine didn't do anything because it's not internal most likely. And because I, I notice it's when she's eating and she's not eating all of her food. She's eating like half of it, but she's eating all her snacks and everything. But her teeth grind when during after and like, so I'm pretty sure we're getting a dental exam. It's a special going on here at the, at the, at the clinic. So for $219, I can get all the x-rays and stuff for free. And then she gets a free teeth cleaning and nail trimming. They got to put her under for it. So, and I'll be able to stay there get there early in the morning, get her checked out. And then if she has a problem with any of her teeth while she's under, they would remove her teeth or do whatever they need to do. I got to wait and find out. But so we're just little baby, make sure she's fine. She's not like in any, doesn't seem like pain or anything, but it's just, it's more annoying for everybody than anything. And I don't want her teeth to like ever have any issues. So we got to go get that, go get her patched up and uh, go from there. Uh, I thought about doing some of the food challenges. Uh, I've done stuff in the past years ago. I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, at 41 years old and, and being given the gift of health again and being feeling better than I felt literally, you know, outside of a little shoulder stuff, which is almost there, but like feeling just overall is, is, is healthy as I've ever been and, and good. You know, I don't think it's smart to go be putting massive amounts of, of bad food and, and stuff in my system even if it's you know it's just it, it's too easy to, to I, I don't need to do that i never did until youtube hit me with all these things the the views were always there on on the the content with that especially so we'll stick to that formula and now doing these waiting to see i'm kind of calling youtube out on their bs because there's some stuff going on in the messages that i and that i when i'm doing these new videos uh and just so they could see, I'm like, yeah, I'm coming down. I, I just told him again today. I go, I'm coming down. I go, you better. I go, I got all your emails. I got your name. I go, so you either fix this or I go, you're going to be part of who I, whoever I talk to. You're, they're going to see your emails first, I promise. And uh, and it's going to get it's going to get rectified on all platforms. So, but I don't have any desire to to do like a 20,000, all those guys, the power lifters doing it, brother, I'm telling none of those guys are going to live long doing that stuff. They're already abusing their bodies in other ways. It's not, it's not smart. And the f- people that do the food challenges and you know, there's a, those Matt Stoney's and there's some freaks. And those guys I'm convinced 
that guy that pukes all that up anyways right after. Do you think that's healthy? I don't I, I don't I don't think it's a good cause then you just get in that habit of like that's all you do is just freak show stuff. Don't get me wrong, I think it's absolutely out like it's unbelievable what they do as far as I'm not talking about the performance of like actually doing that. That's very few people could do that. But I don't want to get in the habit and that won't benefit me in any way for the things that I'm doing and want to do. Logan, you're very welcome. He says, thanks for covering the Kane concession scene. I like, I like to see how stuff was behind the scenes. You're very welcome, buddy. That was, that was a very fun, very popular segment. Think I missed a uh, super chat. UFC. Yeah. AEW tonight with rampage and UFC 285 tomorrow hyped. Absolutely looking forward uh, to that. We've got a super chat here. Thank you very much. Starting off. Aaron's on tube. Says, yo, big guy, question. I play chess and have started taking it seriously. Have you ever played? Do you have an opinion on the game? Love as always. I'm very happy that uh, you've taken a liking to it. And it's, it's if you're passionate about it and you enjoy it, there's nothing wrong with 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 learning it and, and enjoying it and and improving and getting better and challenging yourself. Uh, I've not uh, I've not played it. I've never I've I've seen it. I've seen people playing it while we're but I never like watched. I've uh, I've looked briefly. I had an online chess game and I looked at the thing. It might have been on like a plane ride, but I had something on my phone. I was looking at the rules real quick. All I'd ever played when I was a kid was checkers. I never had. The first time I was even introduced to chess, my entire life was, and I obviously had heard about it, but like actually had somebody had the game was that Rob McIntyre at Cena's gym. And the guys would like hang around and play chess after their workouts. But the problem was, is there would be a group of guys and then like one, two guys would play and like, there might be a few games and like they would kill hours doing it. Like I was... I would go drive to another gym and go do more conditioning because he didn't have any like Stairmasters or any of the, the stuff there that I wanted to do for my conditioning. So I used to do my weight training and then have to drive literally an hour to get back into town because they made us go out to his gym to work out for a while, which I wasn't happy about because I, that's not as an independent contractor. It's not up to them. It's up to us to deny. And I work out very hard. And like, I, I don't like others knowing everything I'm doing. And it was, uh, but I had to play that game in that, at that point in time for a little bit. But he didn't have any conditioning stuff there. Cena doesn't do any cardio. And so, or at least he never used to. And so I had to go and, and to another gym back near my, where I lived in South Tampa. And I used to have to drive. There was no gold by us. I had to go drive all the way to St. Petersburg usually, which was another 30 minutes past my place on top of the 45-minute drive out to Cena's place. So that's if there's no traffic. It was nuts. Um, but that Rob had chess and the guys would, would play and I, but I never, I never, uh, I never even stopped and, and watched or anything. So I have no experience with it and I have no really, I, I think it, it's great. I know it, it it's, I'm trying to like, look at the, I'm very, the way that I base my life and, and make decisions is one, you know, even like a game like checkers that I have experience with it was a kid. I enjoyed playing checkers when I was a kid. I look at things and like, I like where like 
what value is it going to bring me? And I know chess is, is a game of intellect and, and, and skill and, and there's, there's thir- certain requirements that go into it. Um, but I look at it like if I'm not going to be a competitive chess player, I'd rather just focus on the things that are going to use my time better that are that for what I have going on at any current given time. Does that make sense? So I'm indifferent to the game. I understand it that like if, if people, other people find it valuable and enjoyable, you know, it, it could be a thing where people use it for that's the their their one thing they look forward to doing every day is just playing a game of chess with it. You know, that's I, I think it's great. It's just not anything that I've ever, you know, been drawn to in any way. Hello, hello. Looking at your question here. Tyler, yeah, Tyler, sweet sugar sugar. Give me, thank you. I saw you in here. Tyler, please put your question that I missed on the super chat on, on in here. And uh, so I could get, I missed one of sweet sugar sugar's or multiple super chats yesterday. I, uh, but I, I'd left him on, on Twitter, uh, an IOU from Jim Carrey's Dumb and Dumber. They're as good as cash, my man. So pay, pay, uh, I plan on taking care of that debt today. Did Vince McMahon plan the yes movement or did it happen naturally over time? Uh, I, well, I think that was going on. That was, um, that was, was, was growing and growing and they were using Dan in a good capacity, but I think it took the, the stuff with like punk leaving. I don't think he was figured into that spot that he was figured into. Right. And, uh, and I don't, I can't remember the, I just remember the punk left and like they essentially kind of got plugged into that spot or something happened. And uh, I was there for all of it. It was, it was, it was a really cool deal, you know, and knowing Dan, I was very happy for him, but you know, as a competitor and like in me, it was too, at the same time, it was just, it was like, man, we had something special to feed me more and everything. And it, it, it sucked to, you know, that that was, went the, the route that it did at a certain point, but just knowing Dan and like, I was, I was really, really happy that sometimes everybody's story and journey is different. And like, that was his, there was no denying it. And it was, uh, it was a cool thing to see play out and happen. It was big. That was really, really big with it. And it's funny. Cause Dan, when we used to ride, Dan would always talk about how he wasn't like, he, he, like he, he would, and he'd always talk very well about me and went to me. And how when he called me the rye back and and things like that, but it was like he would he would talk in the same light of like like of a superstar how I fit the role of a superstar of people's expectations like physically like the Rock Stone Cold a Hogan, uh, and not not comparing like styles or anything, but just comparing the aura and the, the the physical presence. And then he never had that, and he didn't view himself as like no matter how big or how you know he never viewed himself like as a megastar and he probably still doesn't. It's just, he does, doesn't, I don't know if it's like, um, it's a perception thing. It's a confidence thing. It's just being beyond humble. And, you know, I don't know the specific reason, you know, I think it's just, I think maybe from what would you wrestlers growing up, 
and things. And Vince used to tell, I remember Vince told Kevin Owens, we were doing a thing and there was some, I don't know if it was talking about something physically, but, but Vince just said like, we have this guy here and he was like to me and he goes, he's, he's a throwback of like what wrestlers were and what people have fond memories of. And I always thought that was very kind of it. Like it, that's a compliment. And, and I was, and Dan spoke that way too, but I don't think he viewed himself as that. And, uh, even though he, and I, I used to tell like, but you are a star. I go, things is just different and like in a different way. And, uh, but I was always like really happy. He got to see that fulfilled and played out. And I don't think he, uh, like he just loves wrestling and the, he likes different aspects in the, in the in-ring, you know, back and forth. And we all love that. But like he, he also understands the importance of how important that stuff is on the character development and having the other stuff. And, and I, th- and it, like, I think it's a really cool thing because not all the guys that have the technical backgrounds can, can pull that off and, and, and become that he's entertaining, right? He doesn't, he's not a, he's not six foot. He's not six, five. You know, he, he's not, he looks, I think he looks in great shape still. Like he's physically, I've never viewed him as like a tiny guy or anything. Even though he's smaller in stature, he wrestles with an intensity and believability where he sets himself apart from a lot of the others. And he always has, but when he really embraced the, the personality aspect and got comfortable just in, in, cause he's really funny. And then he is, he's, you know, when he put it all together and, and I think he realized like the importance of it and just to see it all pay off like that and to see how long he's now, I mean, the, the career has been amazing and to go over to AEW and continue it, you know, I think it's, here he is in the main event once again. And I think it's, uh, he's found ways, just found ways and after the retirement and, and the concussion with the concussions and, you know, he's, he, he loves wrestling, man. So it's cool to see things and he gives back. He helps people like he's, he's good for pro wrestling. Like he's, he's definitely, he's very smart. A lot of creative ideas as well. So anytime you got a guy like that and you see, you see him have success in it, it, it's hard to be upset at that or hate on that. It's like, it's, it's cool to see. Lucha bro goes pump the brakes. Cena demanded you guys work out at his gym. No, I'm going to tell you the reason though why this happened. Cena had his. Um, this is my theory on this, and we I've talked about this with other guys, and they they don't think it's a crazy theory on Cena. This was if you know how things have operated in WWE, had his trainer Rob McIntyre, who was his trainer in in South Tampa, very nice guy, good guy, but they were like best friends. And uh, Rob came, they gave us a speech down at FCW that we were going to have to, Rob, Cena lives in Land Lakes or something. It's like 45 minutes from where we were in Tampa, even up to an hour with traffic. Like it, it's a drive. Cena had like, has this big, huge shed with all his cars and these other sheds. It's offsite. His house isn't there, but his house isn't far from it. So from what I know, I've never been to his home. But his gym is like these huge, really like they look like sheds from the outside with a security gate to get in. And then like Rob had a trailer that I think he, I don't know if he lived in that or like he had a trailer outside that he had stuff in. I don't know what that's like, what that stuff was, but the uh, really cool gym though, badass gym. 
and uh, right by like there was like a little lake right out there, water with an alligator in it, crocodile. One of them, there was two, and uh, we were instructed though by Florida Championship Wrestling that we were then now going to be required to go in groups to go train at Rob McIntyre's gym, uh, and it had something to do with Cena, and it was Cena's trainer, and I think it was a way to get Rob paid by WWE, which he was until they fired him at some point over something I still to this day don't know exactly what happened. Um, what I think, though, so we had to go out there. So I used to have to, we'd have to go after class and we'd have groups and times we had to go out there uh, in days. And we'd have to go out there and they would have workout plans for us. We all had to do the same workout plan, no matter what your injuries were like. And Rob was really good at, he would work with guys, but like they were keeping track of everything height body weight body fat like i thought i found it to be very strange that just out of nowhere and being in developmental and multiple systems and like i go how did this come about and like with this one the guys because we're independent contractors and in wwe on the road we all take care of ourselves so i'm like it just didn't i i didn't it just didn't all add up to me on on how and then it, it did as time went on and seeing how things played out is Casina came down to FCW and gave a speech. Uh, and he was eyeing up the talent because he knew there was a whole crew. And as you see, a lot of us ended up being on TV and a lot of guys still there. And like we had studs in our class of, of like that, that was inevitable were going to be the future of WWE. And Cena was in his prime, red hot. And in that run, it had already gone for a bit. And I believe he was just keeping a very close eye on who things were, on who the people were, and bringing them in. And he would come into the gym also. He formed relationships with a lot of guys. I believe it was just a simple psycho psych psychological strategy of, I think, I think he did good to helping people, get people access to his gym. But he became friends with a lot of guys, and they were very nice to guys as they were coming up and, and people in there. And then it was we I saw it play out just quite a bit. But then he'd work a program with the guy, and then that guy would have really no problem just kind of going along with things. And uh, it was always, and that's just a theory. Um, I think it, I, I think it, knowing his mindset, how were things, and, and when I was there, I I don't think I'm that far off on it. And uh, I also think though he had good intentions of like helping people with weight training and giving people. I, I, so I don't think it was like all, all in just keeping an eye. And by the way, nothing wrong. You're allowed to do that. There's nothing wrong with you want to see who you're, who's going to be coming up, who you need to watch out for and whatnot. And, uh, but I always took it, he came down and I was part of the, it was one time he came down and he goes, which one of you are going to come take my spot? I always took it personally on the whole thing. And I go, well, I'm going to come fucking take your spot. And I, that was just, that's my, like, and I, I never said that in the thing, but like, that's, you're going to come down and say that, well, then you better have a little more competitive, fair fight in you on, on some things, which is not always the case on it. And, but that's part of the game in the way it was. And, uh, but I always took it personal because I knew that I was capable, but he, and, you know, he played a part and was tied in with me with my ankle situation him and Rob, he used to have Rob calling me. They were they were feeding information back to WWE. So there's other reasons why some things that pissed me off with with them. And then Rob, I cut, ended up cutting ties off with. Never anything bad. Just I just realized he was Cena's best friend, and he was he would always call me asking about things. And 
He was just giving information back to Cena. And it was, hey, fair play. I was like, but yeah, you could go stay hit friends with him. Like, I'm not, I'm not into all that. And, uh, <clears throat> but Cena, you met with me for breakfast once or twice when WWE tried to fire me after the ankle injury. And uh, he was just getting information. <clears throat> and I, and I knew, and I knew what was going on. And so I, I made sure that he was aware of the legal ramifications. And like, I had my attorneys and, because they tried to fire me legally and which is talked about multiple times and all that. So, um, so that kind of, that, that was me when I, then getting up there and getting hot and then the program and like and the merchandise and being right up there. I was like, that was really, I never did anything, wanted anything bad for him. I was just like, let, Oh, this is cool. Let's have some healthy competition to bring out the best in everyone. <clears throat> Not everyone feels that way, unfortunately in wrestling and acting and, politics are involved and you could say hey quit making merchandise for that guy quit giving that guy the numbers he doesn't need to know the merchandise numbers i control the numbers sort of deal. it's just stupid i don't i go why if i can make the company all this money and get red hot like hey yeah maybe you don't get knocked out of number one for a little bit but hey maybe you very creative come back and knock me back out and then dan gets hot and dan's number one for but it happens like when it's happening don't disrupt that process and that's the thing that really I just I don't I don't agree with him. Pro wrestling is better when you don't disrupt that process or have guys that want to not let that process play out because it brings out the best in everyone and the fans, most importantly, get get like your reactions pay off, which what that then that that creates you guys that uh, uh, what's the word rewards you guys to where you want to cheer more, boo more, because you know your involvement is 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 being heard and paying off. And you can't, that's what pro wrestling is is all for. You can't can't screw with that too much. So but that was we we used to have to go down there, no cardio equipment or anything. And uh they had some like tire sledge stuff, but no like traditional cardio like for like sprints and, and stairmaster work and uh, so I used to go and, and drive and go do all my conditioning and stuff to stay in shape. And it was, uh, so my life was morning to night and watching tape a little bit at night and going to practice and, and working on promos all week. And there's a reason though, and, and that, that work pays off and got to the highest level and, and for a long period of time with that. So it's, uh, I'm grateful Grateful for all of it. Uh, let's see here. You need a do-rag. <laughs> so thank you, Tyler. Tell Sophie and the little guy said hello. Ryback, you're inspirational to all of us, motivating us to do better things, improving ourselves with the choices we make and all that don't. Uh, stop being a chill and don't stop being a chill guy. Thank you very much for the kind words. I greatly appreciate that. Someone says, I think smoking is better than alcohol. I hope you don't mean cigarettes, but I have a feeling you mean probably weed, right? And I would say if you're going to do that, edibles are superior to smoking. Keep your lungs clean. Uh, 
uh, do I feel vindicated now that about the punk situation, essentially, the more people see him for how he is, is what you're saying. Uh, I think a lot of people, I've gotten a lot of messages from fans and people that have apologized and, uh, you know, you know, multiple things could be true too, always with things, but I, I, I've always stood by everything that, that I, that I've said on the situation and because I know the truth and, uh, you know, he's a very big following and he's played a big role for a long time, longer than I did. And so it's, it, those words can, can have carry a lot of meaning for people that hold on to everything that he says and, and don't necessarily view things as, Hey, he's human. He's clearly shown patterns of, of what I said on the things he said. And like, so I, I think more people are maybe more understanding to the matter now. And there's still some, some a lot that aren't that will continue. They'll hold on to that till the day that I, I die. And then well after future generations replaying stuff, trying to like, just hold on. And so it, it is what it is on. Uh, it doesn't stop me from knowing who I am and, you know, in the work that I've done and just, it, it's not going to stop in the work that I'm got, I'm going to do moving forward. Like I've said, I've known all along, just get healthy and, and stay on track with everything. And the truth is going to win. And, just continue to do the thing. And there'll always be people that have negative things to say and haters and regardless of any direction, hell I've been gone for almost seven years and people still are hating on everything that I'm doing. And then the people that love massive love with everything that I'm doing, that's not going to change, but I'm just staying true to myself and the process. Right. And, and I think once I can get back, I'm just going to keep enjoying myself, have fun and, and be happy. And, um, and, and, you know, People, I, I think all the content and everything, those that follow have a better understanding and and those that don't never will. And that's fine. It, it is not going to, it's not going to stop me from anything though. And, but, and like I said, he can, multiple things can be true too. You know, he could be a good guy at times. I don't think there's any, I think all of us have that in us, hopefully. And, and you know, I've, I've seen he's done, he's done great things in wrestling, right? And then I've seen other things and other things that are bad and he's done other things that are perceived as bad and that doesn't. So, but in it's, there's only like multiple things could just be true at once. And we, we sometimes like to label people on like one situation or things, but he's had multiple and, and different things and we'll just have to wait and see, you know, it, it's, it, it's, a, it's just, it's stupid, all of it. With uh, as far as like what he, in my case, that it ever got to the, the point that it did, but it's whatever. <sighs> Thank you very much, Cena versus Ryback. Were awesome matches. Man, a lot of fun on all of those. Nothing but respect in the ring. looking at your question too. Tyler, did you ever type your question, your super chats I missed? I know there's been a lot of comments. I'm trying to scroll down here, guys. Also, as I said yesterday, you guys are more than welcome to take, take and cut clips off of this show. Any of the content ever that anything that I do, you're more than welcome to cut and create content, get views out of it. Tag me if you want. And, uh, you know, until I can get down there and, and talk to these people on the social media, this is going to be a way that we could, uh, we can kind of start finding solutions to the problem and figuring out a way around some of the, the restrictions.
So, uh, Lucha Bro, this is actually a very good statement. And I believe I, I know what you're talking about on this one. I'm going to read, and if I'm not mistaken. It was my thing, Ryback, is there's a video of you asking him, Punk, if he's okay after you speared him through a table. So that he tries to hurt me is completely false. Yeah. And, and that was, I believe, when I was hiding under the ring and his match. Was it another match with Axel or somebody else or, or Cena? And I came in and speared him through a table in the corner of the ring, which was it that you got to remember, like I didn't come up with these, by the way, any stunts that I ever did with him weren't like my idea. They came from the creative and what he wanted to do on certain things, or if he was willing to do it, it was never like, Hey, let me put you through a table. So let's get that out of the way. Like I was, and that was like, he was in a, in a top position. He chose on that kind of stuff. That was never like a, Hey brother, I want to do this. I want to press you through this. I want to push you through that. And so he was getting physically those, those things like you can only just hit a guy through a table. That's it's unpredictable. What's going to happen outside of you. You just don't want to hit him as hard as you can. You want to hit it in where you, you, it looks like you're hitting him as hard as you can, but you're taking part of it too. And, and going through, but I always, and anything I do with anyone, I always, and I, I believe in that video, you can hear me say, are you okay? If I'm not mistaken on that. And I was always that on anything with anyone, I was trained the right way. And I understand I was just taught hit hard in safe places, but look intense and aggressive on everything you do. But Hey, nobody out there, people get stuff happens all the time with people. You just never, you never want to, you don't want to end anyone's career. You don't want to, you don't want to break something on anyone. You don't, you know what I mean? There's just certain little things you don't want to do and try to stay away from not to say that, that things don't happen. You know, look, in, in the Samoa Joza is one of the best wrestlers on the planet. By all accounts, I've met him, I think a couple times or multiple times before he came up when he was in NXT, always very nice, seemed very polite and like, by all accounts, you know, great guy on that. Right. And I'm a fan of of like of watching him and, and and love his style. He's very believable. You know, he with Tyson Kidd, freak accident, and, and his neck was broken. Tyson Kidd, his career's over, and that but that wasn't that wasn't on purpose. That was it was just doing the muscle buster that he had done thousands of times probably. But but for whatever reason, something happened on that, and and that happened with it. You know, things happen in wrestling with that, and it, it and it, it, it God forbid, like that's the you never want that and. He, I'm sure, will forever. And, and Tyson's a great guy. And Tyson, I think, would have had a Hall of Fame career, regardless. Like he was, he was just so good and talented. And the longer he kept doing, he was just going to keep getting better in all areas. And it, it, a really unfortunate thing. And you know, people, Seth Rollins had, has had things with people, and he's done nothing. It's just sometimes things happen. It's a very physical, physical, physical form of acting. It is, it is pro wrestling, and and just you have very large people everyone like in different sizes and coming at each other at full speed at times or very high rate of speed. And like, you know, things happen. And I, I've never uh, like I've been, I've had things have been hit. I've hurt myself obviously with my ankle and, you know, I, I but I, I, you know, I can't imagine ever in my career ever, like just going and saying like, Oh, he was too rough with me or he was, I, 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 and, and I just would, I, I don't know. Like I would have done something about it if I, if somebody was ever like doing something or trying to hurt me and whatnot. Like, but I think you could see in that, like, as it pertains to that though, like I, I take it very seriously. And like when I would do splashes on things, I wouldn't let my body weight, I'd come down on my knees and bang my knees, 
they would take. That's why I wore those big knee pads. So, it, so my weight, I'm too heavy to be, it can't let come down on guys with all my weight. So I got to take the majority of that blow myself, which is why guys let me do it because they know I'm not going to, you got you just got to look at things with common sense and things. People wouldn't let me just be doing stuff if I was just, you know, I would have, I've asked that and that was to anybody I do any kind of stunt or anything. You just make sure that they're, they're, on anything that that's a high risk or high impact, and plenty of guys have done it on moves with things. Just you okay? I'm okay. And like a little nod, a little squeeze, a little iggy, we're good. Everything, you know. But like that, I wouldn't have done that if I was like a careless, reckless, you know, trying to hurt someone. You don't ask someone you're trying to if you were trying to hurt them. You're like, hey, are you okay? Like it's. So I, I think I, I don't even remember. Maybe someone asked me that years ago, but I the. Um, I'm, I'm glad that exists. Just some people can see, but not everyone's always, they're going to, people will hold on to what they want to believe and whatnot. So, but at the end of the day, I know who and what I am. Uh, we got some, let's see here. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Matt, saying I have a good head on my shoulders. I greatly appreciate that, man. I thank you very much. Yeah, Grim Reefer says, Hogan explained that The Undertaker's tombstone was his own fault. Taker would never put anyone in danger. Hogan just forgot to uh, pick up his head. Oh, I think you're referring to something that happened with them. I wasn't there for it. I don't know. I'm not going to speculate and get caught up in any of that none of that's that's between them and i think that's been sorted and handled already it was a long time ago and you know i will say though like pro wrestling is you guys got to understand it this is why i talk about like with more specific contracts on the role that you're going to be playing i think the business can just be improved in a lot of ways uh and so talent aren't put in positions to sometimes have to be you know, do or say things that aren't true. And that exists not just in wrestling. That's, it's an all walks of life, but it can be happen in wrestling with the, 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 it's with physical acting and, you know, your career and the wins and losses that happen at the right times and places and the amount of money that you could possibly continue to make and keep going up to can influence people to act in certain ways at times that, that they maybe wanted to act in normal everyday life situations. And, and you know, and I understand that. And I, I try to not be is take is personal and judgmental on it. You know, I just come from more of a sports background and, and a, being a good person background. And if I signed that contract, which you did, and I didn't have anything specific, which lesson learned, and that's the the what the person that runs their company. I, I've run my company. I want my what I want to be done. I want to be done. I don't want someone saying like, "No, this is what you're going to do." So they have that right to to pick and choose how they're going to run their business. And, you know, so I always respected that. David says you've always been really honest with your fans and with the dirt sheets. Does it really piss you off with the uh, crap that is starting to come out, which you was right about? Uh, has any colleagues apologized? I don't know who, who and what are you referring to on that and what colleagues? I don't know. I get along with pretty much any of the wrestlers and ones I know. People that are there and that I, that I 
you know, I was around. Someone says, Seth, he busted Cena's nose by accident. Yeah, there's a lot. It's very physical. It's not, and I'm not speaking like on me. I see what other people say and do to other wrestlers. And you guys, you know, these people, we're all human beings, everybody, and everyone's trained. And it is very physical. This stuff is like very physical with it. And it's, you know, but people, it is going at the highest level night after night after night. If there's ever a serious problem with someone, the company will take care of it. I promise you it will. They, so they if people are continuously on TV and you just, cause you think something or like, or you hold on to something of the past with them and you just keep bringing it up. Like it's just get over it. Stuff happens with it. And you just never, you never, you never want to, nobody ever wants to, but like, that's like one of the things I've noticed with like the people online with they're really like, on like oh you hurt them and not like me like all the wrestlers you botch this you hurt that like botches are completely cool and normal that's life that's botches are like you should wrestlers should not be scared of botches you just if you have a, you just act and react you can do no right or wrong you, you just keep moving and you you stay in the script you stay in the play you don't break character you can do they don't nobody knows what you're going to do or not do or what you're supposed to do unless you like act like you don't know what to do then they knew you messed up like even if you mess up, it's like they don't know for sure if you didn't mess up on purpose. <clears throat> There's ways to do stuff, and you don't know. Like, so you just keep going. It's part of the show with it. Like, but like, it, it's just like some fans or marks, whatever you want to call the, the negative, hateful ones. Like, just get hung up on things, and like, man, it's a, just a reflection of your mindset more than just be happy. Talk about the things you like, and like, but you're not the one doing it there. Let that's the person's business with whoever else if something happened with it you know but it's, it's a weird thing that the fans that like that really act like it's real but then are outraged if things are hurt people they think people are hurting other people and like it's a weird thing a weird weird thing it's like you know the thing essentially with the two ufc like how dare you make connor tap out khabib how dare you <sighs> <laughs> uh Hello, hello. Let me see here. I'm looking through your questions. Yeah, yeah. The AJ Styles, Miles, little kid Miles from Swerved on WWE. Uh, that was that. Was, I'm telling you, that was all Miles. One take. Me and AJ were we we couldn't have asked everybody on that crew that all the crew in the trailer, everyone was just like that was it. When we got back there after we recorded the one, you go that's the, that's going to be the one going to, to the show, and we did like we had to do multiple takes of some other ones, and they were nowhere near as good as that. They, they were they were good, but not 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 like that. That was naturally that ended up being as good as it was because of Miles on that, and just allowed us to kind of play off of him. Because that's not, we don't know what's going to happen all that. So that was one of those cool, like, um, it was a cool thing to be a part of, an experience of, like, and seeing and being able to watch it back. And the only other thing I, I would say, like, if watching it, and uh, I wish that we, because the kid, I wish me and AJ would have would have tried to get physical. Like, I wish I would have, after the kid, when me and AJ were, were arguing, 
and I think they edited that a bit at the end and cut it down just to, to get it where the kid goes, guys, guys, like he was literally concerned. I wish I would have like just went and grabbed AJ and, and like had a little bit of a tussle and let the kid like really freak out a little more. But I don't think they wanted anything with anything aggressive or, you know, to be dealing with a little kid on it and to keep it as I thought we did a good job of pushing it just enough, but not not completely it was a nice balance i thought because you do you don't you never want to scare a little kid too bad or anything it's his dad having fun and playing a joke so you some because i saw some people that most people get it i think and appreciate it but you'll have others that think that's not right you shouldn't do that to a kid and this and that and it's look we're just having fun and you know and everybody is and the kid has, having an experience he'll never forget but you do it in a way where an AJ had kids, and I'm fully aware not to to be overly aggressive and and to try to keep a you know more, a little more laid back demeanor on it, so that the, the kid never is is too too scared, right? So I thought that was a nice balance of all of that, and it was a lot of fun. AJ did absolutely phenomenal on it, and uh, everyone that was involved, that whole crew, it was a lot of fun. Uh, let me see here. Someone, Matt, says, are you planning your next hilarious short? I'm just, uh, brother, those just come. I, just, I have I have so many I haven't even been able to post yet. I've got years of, of material, and I and like they come to me. There's some days I can just bust stuff out at any point in time. I just see the thing and I go, "Oh, this will be this. I'll do this and that." And then I do some and I save them in my drafts and release them later. And I've got the the apps. I've got a smooth system of like I make a video on TikTok. I, I save it. Go. I take it to the app. I get rid of the watermark and then I can distribute it to the other other platforms. And uh, yeah. It's fun. Those shorts, I'm hoping YouTube ain't paying anything for, they're paying now, but they're not, they, they've said they got to work on the payment system on them. But uh, I've got to get my RPM up on YouTube. YouTube has me at the lowest RPM possible, uh, about four to five times lower than what it should be. And uh, they won't tell me why. It's uh, it, it's an odd thing. And then like, I just found out too today, uh, a girl that I that I know who I might be doing some content with, beautiful fitness woman, awesome. Uh, you guys will dig her. She's a good personality. The uh, she just got on TikTok and like she doesn't have she's doing good numbers, but her numbers they're paying her for her numbers what they were paying me for numbers that were like ten times bigger than hers. And I just go, ooh, and I go, one good. You're doing great. You're not doing anything wrong. But it just made me aware. I go, and then they they took me off. Like, they won't allow me on it. They're not paying me. They won't tell me why. They won't answer the emails on any specific questions other than they, they kicked me off it for five months. And they have me shadow banned this whole time on there, which if you go look at the TikTok, you could see. And any post doing okay would have been doing way better on it. Everything is like, I've got like some posts, not even a 1,000 views on it. And at 3.5 million followers, it is, it's not good. 
with that. But that's why I got to go down there to Cali and I've got to talk to these people and I've got to get an executive. I got to get somebody who will just look at everything and, and listen to what I'm saying and get the right person to look at my account and to see on everything. And, and if I can get that done, it, and even if not, at least I know if I go down there and at least I've tried and made an effort because like I that this is it's gone on too far. But those shorts are helping people see the channel a little more. I've just got to get the payment stuff like I essentially got it. So what happens on that RPM is 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 essentially what you get paid per thousand views on that. And being four to five times under what the average is on that, I have to then get four to five times the amount of views to just make what I should make normally, right? On that, which is a major issue. So even that, and so it didn't matter. I keep getting more views. They just keep dropping the RPM. So it doesn't matter. Oh, he's found a way to out hustle us. We just drop the RPM and don't let him. We, he doesn't change his revenue. And that's the game. And you got to go, why would they do that? It makes no sense. But when you're trying to limit somebody on everything and hide them and constrict, that's exactly what you would do. And then my work can't pay off. So I'm just working, 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 but they can control it. And that's what's what's taking place right now. So I've got to just go and make sure I get this squared away. Because regardless of what happens, that needs to be squared away. It is it is not right with it on anything. So, But that's my deal. And I could talk about it till I'm blue in the face. But at least I, I've, I've done, I've tried the cases. I'll get the right contact at the right point in time with this and get it all, all resolved. You can, with nutritional yeast, you can add that to your foods and definitely increase your protein content. And the fortified one, great source of B vitamin. Sweet sugar sugar with a super chat. Yeah, it was. you're doing a super chat for the super chat, Tyler. Thank you. I was saying yesterday that I didn't mean any disrespect toward Nature Boy. Oh, okay, yeah. That's when you were burying Nature Boy hard. That was when sweet. That was I've already made five YouTube videos off of you. Uh, real negative. Sweet sugar sugaru goes all go, goes 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 uh, goes all in on on Nature Boy. Brick Flair was one of them. Uh, sweet sugar sugaru shoots on on the Nature Boy. Calls him old. What was what was the other one? There was there was three, another one we did too. Triple S. Uh, hates Ric Flair, three exclamation points. And uh, we're doing pretty decent views on your videos, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, I was saying yesterday that I didn't mean any disrespect, though. And I know you didn't, buddy. I know you didn't on that. But he does, he's bearing Flair. Just Tyler going all in on Flair. <laughs> Cooking advice from the big guy I can get on with it. Yeah, I wouldn't, I, 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 you know, I know a cooking show does make sense, adding that to the channel at some point. Somebody said the other day, which I am, so I've started screenshotting negative comments on any of the platforms so I could get up, like, have like, I like to have like eight to 10 of them. If I do a whining with the Ryback, and I was like, you know what? One of these weeks I'll do a special, I'll have one bottle because I'm not drinking. And uh, outside of with, with Dolph last week, but I went five weeks. I'm like, really, I, I, my body is, I'm very happy where I'm at physically and, and keep making improvements each week. And, uh, 
but I, I, I'm trying not to, I, everything is really in line. And, you know, that, like the feeding time cheat meal today, I'll go get the one, I'll get the one Arby's burger and curly fries and that's going to be it. I'm not going to be getting two or three things and, um, and just keeping my cheat meals under control, eating clean carbs on my carb day and, and keeping those, the low carbs on, on the other days and, and doing my sauna and shoulder work really heavy, my massage work on the weekends and, uh, and then all my training throughout the week getting everything done to just keep getting myself to cover the things on my physically conditioning and get the shoulder exactly where comfortable, wait, get that documentation in a couple months or whatever it's going to two and a half months and uh, get that and, and be as, as good of a position to be able to, to go to the next step. Hello, hello. Are potatoes better mashed or steamed? I think it depends on what your preference is um, and what you're adding to them as well. You know, I think if you're just, you know, if you're just taking potatoes and putting a bunch of potatoes in a bowl and mashing them all up with, with a masher and, and, or whipping them and not really adding uh, any anything uh, with any, any calories anything of that nature um and eating them like a bit a steamed potato whatever I, I don't think that's there's no difference but if you're adding stuff to mashed potatoes like a bunch of butter or, or different things i don't know what people add to mashed potatoes but like seasonings and things like that are not a big deal but it's just your preference on how you want to eat them thank you everyone we're going to put him up everyone go give marcus some love Marcus Reyes says, you're on steroids. I'm on TRT within the normal range for a healthy adult male. So, Marcus, I don't know what else to tell you, whether it's going to make you feel better about yourself or, like, what, what do you want me? Hold on. Let me, let's get Mark. Marcus, what do you want me to tell you? Is there anything specifically that I could tell you right now that will make you feel better about yourself and life? And I would like to, I would like to help you. Marcus, I don't want you to be angry. I don't want you to look at me and be like, oh, Ryback's on steroids. God, I hate Ryback. Oh, I hate him. I'm going to watch this 90-minute show. I appreciate your time and energy, Marcus. I'm going to leave you in here for the time being. Thank you very much, Elite Figure Wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. Elite Figure Wrestling. That sweet 99-cent plug for elite figure wrestling. Uh, will I ever do hot sauces again? I've got two of the Pocky chips, I told you guys, those blue chips reserved for me in Phoenix at some point. Well, she wants to get one of my pre-workouts for one of her buddies. And I told her I'd give her a bottle. So I gotta, I've got to hook up with her and get, get her one of those, the, the wake-ups. For, for her body, and maybe we'll see. Got another super chat, I think. Did I miss another one? Yeah, sorry, feed me. I got it here. Actually, what we're going to go, we got a Patrick Brown Akindu Joy uh, has became a new YouTube member, Rybacker. Thank you very much, Patrick. PB, thank you. Keep it simple. The uh, feed me 
Thank you for the super chat. In your opinion, would you rather see Roman hit 1,000 plus days or Cody win at Mania? Really clears to hear your ideas also. Hope you're feeling well. Thank you very much, Feed Me. I am doing amazing. I appreciate the love and support. Uh, so I talked about this. So I think I might have talked about this yesterday. I think it would be really cool to get Roman to 1,000. Here's the deal. And I know Cody, I know he's worked really hard and he's, we all have our own story and journey and like the, yeah, he can lose at mania and they could put the title on him at SummerSlam or, or a following pay-per-view. But I just look at it like, oh, it's WrestleMania that with his story and the meaning, we all know the story. We all know they, they put this in They you know, it, 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 it's a great story. I think it's a cool moment to end WrestleMania on with him closing the show when we've seen Roman close the show time and time again. I don't think Roman closing the show necessarily, I mean, I can see where you can say it continues. It can make him bigger with what they're doing. And if that's the ultimate goal, I understand it. And you'll I'll never like it's I, I understand it and get it with it. But for Cody and knowing Cody. I, I go, what is going to be a bigger moment than WrestleMania, main eventing WrestleMania, after winning the Rumble? No other pay-per-view. The story, it, 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 it could be, even if they do it in another stadium, and it's SummerSlam and, or whatever, but then we still got to get there. Like, so if we don't do it, and like, what if there's an injury? You know what I mean? Like, you never, you know, Cody just had the pack thing. It's like, so I just kind of want to see the story get told and finished. And like have the moment, and nobody can ever take that away from him. And and that's part of that is being a little selfish, knowing him in, in that decision making on wanting to see that. So I understand if a fan doesn't have that same opinion on why. I just don't. I just think for his sake and, and the story, and it will give you another. He will. Ele, it will elevate him more than it would elevate Roman. He gets moved up into another class, and you could run with that. In, in for merchandise sales and in in, in 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 the live events and right that whole run should do should do very well and and it will and it, I think it'd be better for the company to have another guy with that and Roman taking some time off. I don't think it's a bad thing looking at it from different ways. Now, if you're just looking at it creatively and you're just invested as a fan, you don't care about anything. Like it's you know I understand wanting other things to happen and. And I understand the argument for Roman to continue on. And I just, I hope if that's the case, Cody, the opportunity is presented again, either SummerSlam, even if it's the following mania, I just don't want to see the, the story get dragged out for too long either. I think it's a tough one. Once you go into that story, you don't want to drag it out too long and lose momentum and have the crowd, you know, turn on him or this. I just think it's, he's a baby face. I think it's a great babyface moment. I think it's a great way to close out WrestleMania with a really cool babyface moment. Everybody feeling good. I, I it's no doubt going to be emotional, you know. And I think after he, he wrestled with the Pac Man, I just think you pay it off. Like I just think you pay it off. And, and it's you know you can look back and judge and critique after it's all down the road. But I'm like I go let's let's pay that one off right. I think he's earned that, and like, in, in no doubt he has. It, like, just he's he's done a lot of good things 
and for wrestling overall. And, and I just think it, he works very hard and yeah, he loves wrestling and he, it, it's let him have his moment. Thank you. Eric says I'm a jobber all day long, brother, all day long. I'm a physical actor. Ryan Woldridge, thank you very much for the super chat. Ryback, can you come to MAW Wrestling sometime in Wisconsin? Yeah. What do they want me to do? I'm, I'm gonna. I gotta. I'm waiting before I take any. I was. I was tempted to, to put a few bookings down in like for the summer and just to like. But I go. Nah, let's wait and get cleared and let's get all this stuff out of the way with all that. It's not going to hurt. But do appearances. Do a signing. You want to book me on a, you can do a, you can do a two-on-one handicap match, but you don't, people don't know it's going to be me. Just I'm there for a signing appearance. Two little people, dwarves and uh, in Wisconsin, and uh, just burying the Packers. Just they're out there and they, they're just relentless. They're just shooting on the crowd, shooting on them hard on how horrible the Packers are and uh, some really personal, personal stuff crowd just booing them just sick and tired of these two little people and uh then we hit the feed me more music and i don't like bullies let alone little little bullies and uh in in a two-on-one handicap massacre of destroying and using that footage i just want footage of me destroying little people going viral online me and dolph joked about this i go that's better than anything i could go do just I go just to go and then do all my training on the my stuff, but just go have fun and do the dis- destruction matches. I said would be the time of my life with that women's match going on, eight women in the ring just having a match. Feed me more just hits, just destroy everybody. <laughs> People outraged, just furious, and, and just me, just little people and women. <laughs> Things that you wouldn't see on TV and just have fun with it, man. And just have fun with it and just get people, just be me and talk to you guys. But they stick people riled up on the other end of things and just uh, really, really mind F people. You want to really, you do a, a two-on-one handicap match with a diva, with a, a female wrestler and a, and a, and a dwarf. <laughs> just a female and the dwarf out there ripping on the crowd two heels and feed me more <laughs> and the people even though they hate me they pop still by design because it's just you have them blast the local crowd they cheer whoever comes out <laughs> and it's me and i take care of business <laughs> uh why i left wwe uh, there's a lot of videos on that. I needed a, a five disc fusion and shoulder replacement that 19 stem cells have, have helped correct. And I'm in great health. So been truly blessed. Thank you, bio accelerator. I will be saying thank you. Thank you. Thank you for a very long time. How did I get over balding? Well, I'm not, I can grow a full head of hair. I have the, there's a widow's peak. I have, and it's probably more pronounced now. I could tell it is definitely more pronounced now than it used to be. Um, yeah, that would be, so I would have a pretty, pretty gnarly widow's peak if I grew my hair out, which my dad, I just was at my dad's house the other day. He was, why don't you grow your hair out? 
And I go, why would I grow my hair out? And I told him, I go, I've had a, a widow's peak. He goes, well, I have that. He, he might have his great hair uh, still in, in his 70s, mid-70s almost. And uh, he, uh, and I go, well, there's just no reason. I go, I'm not going to grow out my hair. Like, I like shaving. I like, the, I, there's, I, I just, it's a simple, it's very easy, it's efficient. It's clean. Shave my neck, quick little round the head, the neck, trim the beard every 10 days, 12 days, every week. What did you very easy maintenance and uh not difficult you know i and once you get the i can't go from this look to having hair and be except i i won't be viewed out the same way everyone it would look so weird with me with hair like i'd have to trim my beard to get rid of my beard or like if i grew up a full head of hair and had a goatee like i just look i i can't i'm so used to, i've been this for so long my identity of like looking in the mirror i don't know how i would how i would cope like with another I wouldn't feel like me. I don't know how else to explain it. And like I, my, my voice, it just, everything fits. I feel like I look and I talk how I should look. Like, I feel like it matches up pretty well. I never, I remember when I was younger, I used to see bald people and be like, oh, their skull is so exposed to the air. Their brain's just right under that. <laughs> like, I, was, <laughs> I always viewed things so weird. And uh, where I was like, oh, that's like weird, very Martian-like. And then, like, then I love it. Like, I can't imagine not having my head bald. Yeah, Andrew Tate looks much better bald as well. It's just it fits certain people. And others, it doesn't fit as well. I think it, it's just personality-wise. and There's a lot that goes into it. Yeah, there's a pick of me with hair. That was when I had my hair longer and blonde. That was at a weird stage, Dr. Jarrell Silver's stage. That was Cody was around OVW. That was our OVW days. Good to see you guys. Thank you. When you're jacked, you don't care about hair. Yeah, no. I, I like, And I've never had like a problem, you know, with the ladies. Uh, to where, like, where I, I ever was like, where I was like, man, I need to, if I'm going to, if I'm going to get any punani, I got to, I got to, I got to grow my hair out. This is like, I've never had that moment where and I've never had, you know, somebody where they were like, wouldn't see me because I was bald. So I'm sure if that was the case, like if I thought like I would like change, I would, I would, you know. I would be forced to make a decision on some things. Like, well, maybe I should change my look a little bit. So, but it's never been one of those things. Yeah, I've got abs. Like, I've got enough going. I feel like where even if it is a thing, it's not. It's not that big of a, a thing. The dwarf elite figure wrestling. <laughs> Build an undefeated streak on the indies fighting dwarfs. I think it's brilliant. I think it, I think, and, and people, all those clips going viral, you're just like on TikTok and you just see me just throw a little dwarf over the ring, out of the ring, onto it like a table and just collapse through the table. Ryback rules, count out, disqualification, Ryback, 15 and 0, another dwarf down. Um, I, I just think it could be really entertaining. See how it goes. 
ease my way back into the ring while I'm doing my training, take on the dwarfs, destruction massacre matches, interrupting independent shows, angry, raging Ryback, just coming out and destroying indie shows. That's the stuff, the, just viral clips of that. And then then eventually we'll lead all that. Then I'll do like one five-star match with with um who's with with, with uh, Will Ospreay, and then we'll we'll go from there. <laughs> Build a nice resume on the Indies of Dwarfs women, a five-star match with Will Ospreay, and then we go, and then everyone can see, oh, he's he's ready. He's ready. I love like Cody had his like list. You have go to Cody's list of people he wanted, and then you go to Ryback's list of 2023 dwarfs, women, Will Ospreay. <laughs> uh, so stupid. I did not break CM Punk's ribs. That was a that was a complete lie. WWE doctors have the records of like nothing. I was there. I saw him after the match. He was fine. That was a made up thing. I, I don't. I told you guys the one person I I hurt on the ribs was our truth, and I apologized him to him. And he, me and him are cool. We get along great. Follow each other on social. Like that was the one time I on a kick with a guy got him. It was my fault. One hundred percent. Didn't break anything on truth. He was fine. Just knocked the wind out of him felt horrible about it. Like I openly acknowledge on times where I've like hit people and done things. Dolph, me and Dolph just were joking about the concussion deal on main event uh, at dinner at strip steak last week with it. And we both, like just said, you know, both of us, we were, we were talking about it and uh, the thing. And he laughs always how like he sees like this stuff on, on people on the things. And he's just, we just like, they're clueless. They don't know. They're not there. And, we laughed at like how Vince yelled at me after because if we were taught in wrestling, so you guys understand on a duck clothesline, and and I was taught from Demont and everybody that's ever taught me with Lance Storm and Al Snow. Lance was like briefly at OVW, and it was a week, so he doesn't even count. But like they all taught the same way, like make things look believable on a shoot off, or you got a guy charging at you off the ropes on a swing, a clothesline, on a duck and a miss. You never want to throw high. You don't want it to look like you threw high on purpose to to make it look like the guy. You know, it, it looks fake. With it, so you're taught to throw aggressively, throw it normal, like you're going for the guy where he is. It's up to the guy to get under it, to duck under. We this is stuff we practice countless times in developmental on that. And and when you're on the road and we're just working and, and you're working with guys, sometimes sometimes basic things or you work used to you can go from working a guy that's six foot eight for three months and then you're working me and I'm six two. So it's you know what I mean. There's just things you got to adjust on the fly when you're working people. And we both acknowledge, like, I did what I was taught in, in Dolph Ducks, but I, I, we, I go, you never want to hit a guy. I go, I wish I would have somehow been able to see and to get my arm up enough, but my elbow had hit the top of his head, and I believe he'd had the concussion from Swagger where he got kicked at when he was the champion before this, if I'm not mistaken. It had to have been. It was because that was during my thing when I was babyface, and I was healed now, and this was we were on main event, and we were both – this was definitely prior. So he'd had the concussion from swagger that was really bad already. Doesn't stop that this happened, but he was messed up for a, a good period with that. Like it, that was pretty serious on that one. And we both said, like, we were both in the, in the, like, just at fault. We literally both said, we both, I wish I just would have like seen enough to come up. And, but Vince yelled at me for not swinging harder. Vince thought I came up even a little 
on it. I'm not even kidding. Me and Dolph just laughed how that was even a thing that had happened on it. Like, but so people realize, but like we instantly, and we're friends and like something, and Dolph knows in a million years, I would never, ever try to ever hurt him. And I've worked him so much and on so many live events and different things and different things on TV. And, uh, and when he crashed out of that ring, everything went out the window. We had Dean Malenko was our producer for that yelling at the referee to tell us to do stuff. And I just knew enough. I go like with Dolph, when we look, I even joke, I go, it's funny. I go, what we should have done is just got him in the ring and done a little sequence and, and rolled him up. Cause I was supposed to win and just done to keep the finish, roll him up something. Don't give him any bumps whatsoever. But we had no like concussion protocol from talents. Like if a guy gets a concussion in the ring, we're like, it, I think there needs, and I don't know if things have changed where like, it's just, we, there's a, if a guy gets a concussion, either the match gets stopped by the ref right away or, or you get to a, the, whoever's supposed to win, get a quick roll up and just end it. Like that should be the protocol for a concussion. Like, so that the guy's not taking any more bumps. Right. And, and I was aware, like when that happened, I go, he has a concussion just common sense wise. I was like, well, I don't want to give him a bunch of bumps. We had a bunch of stuff. We had like back and forth near falls. And we, it was, we had a lengthy main event match where we were able to go out and, and this happened and it threw it all out the window. So he, we joke, this son of a bitch, he, he clearly know when he fell, I go, oh, he's out. Like some, he's, he's out and he's on the ring. The referee's counting and Dolph is like, like selling, but he's legit knocked out. And I just see like the referee goes nine. And I'm just thinking, please Dolph, just, you know, you're just get a count out. We could end that. We don't, we it would like, and we got so far into the count where I like kind of was like, he's gonna stay, he's gonna get the, the 10 count. <laughs> but right before 10, he slides in the damn ring. And I, <laughs> and I just in my head, I'm just going, ah, damn it. And uh, I, so I get him and I need to talk to him so we don't want to run any spots. He doesn't know what we have planned, anyways, he's done. But I, so I get him. So in my, I go, I'm just going to pick him up for a stalling suplex. At least I could talk to him, which we did this, by the way, for the elimination chamber. We were talking about that as well. The same thing when Henry's pod burst, Ziggler was telling Mark not to get in there. He goes, stay there, Mark. Cause Dolph knew all the stuff that Mark wasn't supposed to get there to the end. We had multiple guys that had to get in. They could have came and put that back on They but, but it, the crowd was like, like ooing and awing for it. Is he going to get in the ring? And, and to like, I don't doubt, fault him for getting in of that for for anything because it, it was a very awkward position to be put in. But I had it was four of us in the ring and Henry was down and Dolph called for me to put him in a stalling suplex so me and Dolph could talk. I'm literally holding him up and he's talking to me and the referee telling to go tell the other guys what we're going to do to how we're going to try to get this on track. Like so, if you go back and watch, you can see that going on. If you go back and watch Elimination Chamber. I hoist him up and we're doing that to get things because everything went out the window. So now we have an elimination chamber on the fly, which is not the, the kind of match you want to be on the fly. And we got to get guys out. A guy that was supposed to be in Wade got out. So like everything we were trying and you got, when you're one-on-one, -on -one, you can just work and you can keep moving. But when you've got four guys and you've got to get finishes, you can't be running spots and hit running into people. I'm, the fact that we got through that, and it was, and I don't care what anyone says as far as it being a horrible match. And the finish was great. We got it back on track at the end. But the fact that that just kept going is a miracle in itself with that. And the, everybody, those things have to be so laid out timing wise. It's very difficult. 
So I, it's funny that it happened. I could laugh at it. And the, as long as we got the reaction at the end was still fine. Maybe people were just happy the match was over. Like it was just, it was, I was glad to experience that. Me and Dolph laugh about it every time we see each other of how like we, we got it back on track with that stalling. But that's what I picked him up on main event with on it to talk. And I goes, what do you remember? <laughs> and uh, he goes, call, what do we have next? And I called a couple things of the spots and I go, what's after that? And he goes, what were the spots? <laughs> so he had already forgotten what I just told him, let alone what we had to, what we had to do. And, uh, and we had a lot, lot left. And uh, we, we did one thing or two things. The ref, Dean was telling the ref for us to, to get back into the match and like, we, you know, we can't. And then I think we still, we did the finish of shell shock. And even then I wish I didn't do give that like Dolph was okay with it. And like, but we, he's not okay with it. He has a concussion. And I think that's a, and looking back, I hope they tell talents now and things. If there's a concussion, the referee just stop it. It's not worth getting eat because those ring taking bumps are impactful, and you're hitting your head every time. And you learned how to 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 tuck, and, and you get used to it with that. But it's it's a very aggressive thing. But we were just talking about that, and we just go, you go. It was both. That was one of those where it's like it's going to be one thousand percent viewed as I'm the dangerous one. But he goes, that was both our fault. And like, I just go, I go, no, but it, it was, I go, I can, that's one, like I, I, I did that. And I felt horrible because he's my friend. I'd feel horrible. Whoever you never want that to happen, but it was, you know, so it's not like I, I've never said like nothing's ever happened, but it's never been stuff happens all the time with people on that. And it's not always the person who you think, and, or it can be a combination. It could just be, there's a lot of reasons for things to happen. Sometimes the guy's already hurt and that's just something, you know, Things just happen. I've told you guys, my ribs got cracked by the elimination chamber against the shield with uh, when I did the finish, when I picked Seth up and I, it looks like I'm going to shell shock him and Roman gets back in the ring and spears me and I pull Seth on top of me for the one, two, three. I'd never taken a spear with guy and all that weight on me and we had to time it and I told Roman to bring it. Like it wanted to look, they, they were so good on everything to make things believable and we had a very aggressive feud, right? with that and so like Roman was going to bring it on that and but I wasn't able to protect myself that I had all that weight on me and I was so concerned with not letting Seth fall but fall on top of me on it right so we're right into the one two three and I thought we all pulled that off perfectly but unfortunately like my it left my ribs open and they like two of them got cracked and just and kept, they injected me with lidocaine I wrestled punk in all the main events on live events and did all the stuff on TV. And it was really painful on that, but you just keep going. But like stuff like that happens. I never once would ever like tell you guys like Roman broke my ribs. Roman didn't, it was, it was just, it was a, a freak situation on a really uh, uh, spot that like, that was being executed with a, an important finish and, and something that I'm not going to probably do that many times. And it just stuff happens on it. You know, me and Kane, wrestling on the SmackDown main event for the team authority versus team Cena, that storyline that I was involved in. And, and we're in there and we're just, I told you guys this before, we're just in there and it's the beginning of the match and we just, our hands end up hitting each other on, like I punched him as I punched him. He went to like, you know, go to sell and move his hands and my hand was coming back and he hit my, I think the, the, my finger here as I'm coming down and literally my finger, it, we hit it just the right thing at the right speed. My finger just broke and shot to the side. 
instantly look. I go, I go, I've had a broken finger, Glenn. And then we just kept going. And we did the whole match on that. And then they we broke it back into place. And I went and saw a doctor. We got a splint on it. We taped it up really heavily, did all the live events, didn't miss a day. You keep going. But I never, never Glenn didn't break my hand. Kane didn't break my hand. It just happened in the ring. It was like, you know what I mean? Things happen on like these things. Everybody's beat up and battered and bruised. And you just want to avoid any big stuff and all that. But sometimes things, you know, just unfortunately they happen. But and then other things are storylines and fans don't realize it and group it all together, you know. I've talked to you guys about the Kofi. Kofi, people think I, I hurt Kofi when I did the power bombs through in Ottawa. We had to power bomb him three times to write him off TV. WWE just needed to get him off TV because he had bone chips in his elbow. And I think we'd done a couple little matches on maybe on on the other shows. We had a little bit of a thing at least, or we'd done some stuff uh, where it made sense for me to 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 write him off of TV or something. That was just what they chose, and it got it was I was getting ready for Cena, I think, and doing the power bombs and power bombing a lot of people. And, but it was just a way to, to get Kofi off TV, to get me some more heat going into the, the program. Right. Uh, in a cool segment. And, uh, but people like, I remember seeing like people thinking like they, they wrote out like Ryback like, injures Kofi and Kofi is going to be out for, you know, three months or two months. There's people that buy into that. Then the storylines they've done, they did it with me and punk. They said, I hurt his knee to get him off TV. Cause he needed to get it scoped. That had nothing to do with me. That was, he had the neat thing before we'd ever started. He had to get that done. That was just a way in the current angle to get him off of TV. And, and but they using, I was a baby face, but it was, I'm the big destruct, destructive, you know, that's all that that is. So people get that tied in oftentimes too, where it's like, it just all gets grouped together. Too. You're like, eh, no, no. I see Bo Dallas stuff. I've never injured Bo, never, Dan never got injured or missed any time. Like it's just weird things. No, it is not true about Hunter reaching out to me for NXT. Where do you guys come up with this stuff? <laughs> uh, we've got we're gonna go ahead and throw a shell shock here. No spamming, guys. No spamming. Come on, we're all here to have a good time here at the Ryback Show. Uh, hold on. You want me to say your name? Hold on, sir. Please say my name. A lot of spam. Let me go ahead and try to pronounce. It is it starts with a G. What is it? Uh, the, I shell shocked him. Ah, didn't get to say his name. Man, I feel bad about that. Really wanted to say his name on the Ryback show. Why did he make me do that? If you would have just said it once and I saw it, I might have said it, but you spammed my chat. I didn't want to meat hook you and shell shock you, buddy. I, I want you to enjoy the show and have a good time. Why'd you make me do that? I told it's the rules. I can't not follow my own rules. Ryback rules. And you come in here being disrespectful to the other Rybackers. You made me do that. I'm not a bad guy. I'm not the bad guy in the situation. Brother, I have nothing but love for you. I want to just embrace and have a good time, man. Share information, tell stories. And you come in here and you spam my chat. You know my temper. You know how I get when my rules are broken. I didn't mean to meat hook you around the, the larynx and, and knock the wind out of you and pick you up and shell shock your lifeless body on the concrete. But you, you did it. You caused it. And I just want you to, and that's why I couldn't say your name. I'm sorry. 
Sorry you guys had to witness that. <sighs> I'm not the bad one. I think you guys know that by now. I'm a good, very good person. Tell me something about CM Punk. He likes ice cream. He, he likes the WWE ice cream bars. Rock, it doesn't matter what your name is. What a great, such a great, great, great line. Man, I, I love, The Rock is so entertaining. Prime Rock and WWE. Rock had multiple prime phases and adding to his character, man. Hollywood Rock, that was, that was, that was top tier entertainment. Uh, I do follow Jordan Peterson on Twitter. I don't see everything that he says, but I do see other things that I, I hear him talk about. Yeah, and I, I very knowledgeable guy. Him and Rogan, I've seen him on there, and you know, thank you very much for the kind words words towards me. I greatly appreciate that. Why Why Bex? I do still watch WWE and AEW. I watch regularly. And I've told you I'm watching more and more as I get closer and closer and uh, just letting my mind and, you know, and I will continue to do the things and the, the, I'm getting very close and there's going to come a point. I got a, there's a wrestling school here and I've got the, the owner's number and disco works with them. Glenn Gilberti sometimes and the FSW future stars of wrestling, but uh, I'll get some information and see when they're running their classes and probably just start popping in. Until and just to be around it and uh, to kind of just watch and uh, they if people have questions and, and to learn and for myself and and just kind of get that that routine kind of going on the, just for me mentally and then once I get the clearance and and then you know start start rocking and rolling like I said I have enough <clears throat> we've seen people come back and you know that you got to make sure and I like I'm doing everything I can control right now and I'm working on the, my business and. and my health and physically conditioning. You see the videos. Like I, I do this stuff. I work very hard on this and, and efficiently and very smart. And I've, I know the steps I got to take and to get myself mentally and, and to be ready and, and right. And I don't just go, Oh, I'm just going to go back. No, there's a process and you just go and you, you iron out those kinks. So you just see where everything's at. And, and like I said, I'm in better conditioning now than, than I ever was with it and uh i put a real big priority on that and keeping that even higher with everything and, and like my diet is so much more fine-tuned than it ever was and it's uh but to get in there and be around and to learn and to because i love wrestling and but i have I, i'm very like and i if i'm around it i want to do it and things and so i've got to be that's why when i was hurt and my time too, like the time hours a day on my shoulder, like the priorities have to be like, you can't do that until you get this to a certain stage. Right. And I always, until I just view things, what can I control and get to my point? This now, okay, we can add this piece of the puzzle in start that. Now we can go to that. Now we're in just, you get, it's very, I just look at things very kind of laid out on what's the step, let the, the things that happen between the steps play out. But what are the steps that need to be done to get to the goal? And that's it. And you just, just simply go do it. Uh, yeah, FSW. How many dwarfs do you got down there? <laughs> I need a ring full of dwarfs at 5 p.m., please. 
run some spots. Tell them to bring their boots. Can you bet Otis eat content? I don't know what the question is, but Otis is a great wrestler, and I would love to do a, a food video with Otis if that was what you were asking. Me and Otis follow each other on social media. Otis, I'm a big fan of Otis and of Gable. Like, i huge fans of those guys. Oh, the guy's back. Uh, please, please, Ryback, please. So not only did you get shell-shocked out of Rybackville and, and thrown out forever, you had the nerve to hop back over the gates to come back into Rybackville. Man, we got to get a, one of those moats around the castle with the, with the gators, the crocs, so people like that guy can't get back in. Uh, you just, you peasant you. Ah, sorry, Jacob, Mr. Super Chat. We never want it. We don't want a sweet sugar sugar you. That rhymed. Super Chat. Thank you very much, Jacob. Thoughts on Paul Heyman? Is he a good guy? We've talked about Paul on, on different things. I have nothing but respect for Paul is from uh, 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 the wrestling, like a creative standpoint in the, in the tenure of uh, being with the major promotions and the successful roles that he's played like from that standpoint. And, you know, I've talked about a lot, the different points of uh, when we worked together on TV and he was friends with punk and working for punk and not in my best interest. And I, we settled it. I talked about that just on one of the other shows. And I said what I needed to say. And, and we had it and we got along better down the road towards the end of WWE where we were able to have conversations. And I think he, even though he said things and like, it's cause I'll say things and like where he goes, Oh, right. That's a schmuck. Like, like it's, you know, it's because of the things that I've said to him and, and talk about him openly with that. He's not going to probably say I'm a great guy with it, but it's in the stuff that he's done and how he's acting. If you just listen to enough people talk and over the years, I could separate things like professionally. And I could tell you, he helped me out greatly. And when I was in deep South wrestling, he came down, he was on a first year in the business, came from Tough Enough, and uh, trying to figure out, I'm, I'm Silverback Ryan Reeves at the time. I don't know really who I am. I'm still learning who I am in, in life, in, in adulthood, and in, in being away from home, and in being in this whole new thing of playing, coming from competitive sports, and now in, in being a wrestling fan my whole life, but, you know, in this physical acting, and not being, you know, having to get, like, just better, and, and still find myself and he came down and worked with us all individually on promos. Uh, and, and he, like, it was about food. Crazy enough, and this is a wild thing, because I always had, I always had, was able to eat a lot of food, but, and, but like, I was all big and jacked up, had a full head of hair, and, you know, and he was, it was a promo. I don't remember the specifics of the thing, but he literally helped come out with a promo and deliver it with an intensity and believability. So this is why I say I have respect for him on the creative end. And he is, he is very talented and very good. And, and I will never knock that. Like I just, my issue with him was like, just, I felt like communication could be better and just a little bit of dishonesty and, and mistrust and whatnot. And, and that's fine. It's a part of the business with all of that. 
but he did help me on that. I remember like, it was like talking about, I go to the grocery store. It was like a list of like the things that I buy, but it was like, kind of, it was, it was like I buy five pounds of steak and blah, blah, blah. Like it was something essentially saying like, I'm a monster and that, and we tied it all together, but it was in, because you're learning promos, but it's funny. That was so, so good in the sense of, what I would eventually become in, in, in being able to talk with the believability and intensity. And that was the lesson. It wasn't the words he was teaching me. It was, it was the other things and he was teaching everybody in his own way. So I was always very grateful for that. And he's being paid to come down and to, to, to come down there, whether he wants to or not, but he, he did help and he did a great job at it. And it, as over the years, you realize that as you go on and things you just take for granted, cause you know, and it's easy. Now you realize like, Oh, I remember when I didn't really know that. And, I'm still learning myself. And, and he was able to see kind of, and like kind of Vince, can, you can see, and they can maybe gauge people a little bit on, on how they can, what kind of character they could be, or, or they're, they're using what kind of their persona they can, what traits of their persona they could use to make, to draw money or to, to be a believable wrestling character with the highest chance to make it. So like, I'll never knock anything, anything ever I've ever said, it's just more of kind of what's gone on. And I'm always good enough to where I could, I always tell you guys, I could distinguish this stuff and, and still talk good about other things and then say, well, this happened on that. I didn't like it. And it's caused me. I've said the things I've said and with it. And I make jokes, Oswald Cobblepot about it. And cause it is what it is with it. I don't, I don't put up with any BS and I just, but he, I've at least we've, we've, a lot of people don't talk or communicate. I'll communicate. And, uh, and it, it, it's, it's nothing, nothing's ever initiated on my end of, of negativity or like BS or lying or stuff like that. So, but like, I, I think he's had an amazing career. The bloodline thing, to, he's another another home run, right? Heavily involved in it. And uh, he, he's, he, he does good business. Whatever he's involved with, he does good business. That's, and he, he, he's kept a career of making money, not as a wrestler. I mean, you look at the, the lengths of people that, that aren't wrestlers, how long their careers are. He has to be up there, if not the all-time highest. So like, I'll never like knock anything on that. That's nothing but respect with that. But, uh, and it appeared to me and him got along much better. He used to bring his kids to the shows before we, we did the stuff with punk. I, I'd say things were much better. There was just that brief period of that. That was just, uh, I think he, and I, I'll say to his credit, I think he got caught up a little bit in the, the punk drama and he, in, in where me and him did get along and like, he used to bring his kids to the shows uh, when we were back east, and I they used to specifically used to bring them over to come say hello. I was be, I was used really well. That was when I was things were really good, and you know, and then I wanted the it was a boy and a girl. Let's see Jacob it keeps popping in my head, but that could, that could be your name. That's uh, so I'm, I can't remember, but it was they were sweet kids, and they're probably teenagers now. Have to be with that. So like, the, and he like I said in, in developmental, and I. When he was OVW, he, we always seemed to have gotten along better than that outside of the drama that happened with the punk stuff. And and I never even really thought about that until we were doing it here and reflecting on it. But I think that kind of caused, he got caught up in that a bit. Whereas if that wasn't the case, and if he would have, if I would have just went became a Heyman guy and we weren't doing the punk stuff, I think a thousand percent that goes on much longer. I think by default and what was going on with Punk, he got caught up in the burying to Vince and being the part of that whole thing. And it was, we do the two months and then, and then rather than it keep going on, it was, it was ended because of the, the Punk drama. So, and then me and Axel just stayed together. 
like I said, after time went by and I'd said my piece to him and got it all out, we cleared the air and uh, he paid for my beers that night and we went our separate ways for a while. And then we had conversations down the road. We were never working together. So I think that made it easier where he could, he was always very complimentary. He was always. And so, but obviously when I've left, I've, I've talked about things and said things and made little jokes here and there and, you know, whether they're, they're right or wrong. I just look at it. Anything could be made into a storyline at any point in time. So it, it, I don't, I don't take things too personal on that end with that. Like he probably doesn't either, but so like when he goes, Oh, Ryback's a schmuck or he's, he, I knew he wasn't going to make it. He didn't really think that I know so with it, but he's going to, he's going to not talk about me in a good light. Cause I've not talked about him in a good light. And outside I do talk about good about him, but when people ask specific things I answered and before in the past and the punk stuff. And, but like I said, I do, I am uh, and can look back and can see him just being caught up in that. That didn't help that situation. any, And that definitely didn't help the run, the run we had. I thought we were great together, by the way, the, with the stuff on TV. And it was weird. Some of the stuff they came up with and like the, the kissing on the cheek. And, but I thought we played, I thought we could, would have just, I thought we, we paired up actually really well in, in, if I would have had more creative say going forward and different things and ideas, we were going to, I think we could have done very good business, but that, that was, that was not, not the way it all came about or ended. Good to see you guys. Somebody goes, I guarantee he will keep detailing the same story for five more minutes. I think you were wrong about that. The story's over. I like to give detailed answers because I to, to really I think about things, and sometimes this is the first time I ever think about things when we're talking. When I don't know what the questions are going to be on this show, so it's good I can go get flashbacks into a period in time, and I like to be as descriptive as possible because oftentimes people take things out of context, and I think it's important too. When you guys, if you guys are asking the questions, I try to give you just a, a honest reflection of what I'm thinking and, and what I remember about it. So if, you know, anytime the story's too long, I, I apologize with that, but there's people that like it. Thank you. I love the people of India also been there multiple times. Yeah. Jay Tony says during a past Ryback show live, you said I should stay away from the soups due to the sodium content. Yeah, I mean, anything processed like that is, I mean, hey, if you have some every once in a while, it's not a big deal as much, unless you have a health condition where you really, but, you know, you don't want to get in the habit. That kind of stuff can become very addicting. The more you consume it, the more you crave it and want it. And uh, a lot of those soups and things, you know, like vegetables, when you buy, it's always best to buy fresh organic vegetables and, and fruits whenever you can and wash those off still really good. But Whenever we buy canned goods, and I buy like canned pickled beets, I love pickled beets. They come with more sodium in that, though, and they have a little bit of added sugar. And what I have to do is rinse them out really good to get the carb count and the the sugar count down with all the juice they have in there. But the pickled beets, they they taste so good. And I and I still buy fresh beets and eat those raw at times. But like more often than not, I just get the can. I rinse them out really good, and and I'm able to add them to my my little snack before celery and some fruit right before the gym with that uh 
but canned goods you could rinse out at least and get that sodium content down. You could also buy reduced sodium stuff, but you could rinse off like canned vegetables for the most part and get that sodium down a lot, even though you're it's still going to have more than fresh items. But things like soup, you can't rinse out a soup. You can't lower that sodium. What you can do is have some of that no salt, potassium salt, and you could you could adequately season it with that as well. That's gonna that's gonna cut down on the sodium as that balances it out. And there's more on that online. You can find videos by people, Dr. Berg explaining the whole mechanism of 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 the of the sodium potassium pump, how that works. But essentially adding more potassium to your diet with so it balances out your sodium levels to where it 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 it's they're not as impactful, right? So, and you go to a lot of things depend too. you know, how active are you? Do you sweat a lot when you work out? Are you doing a sauna uh, consistently things where you're, you're losing fluids and, and vitamins and minerals and, and sodium and replenishing your sodium stores. So, but it, typically with processed foods, the more processed food you eat, that stuff all has way more sodium eating out has way more sodium. So you're gonna, your sodium levels are going to be high. Higher than they, they would if you were eating a lot more fresh foods, homemade foods, or foods with lower sodium. So you just want to be cautious of that, is why I'm saying like soups. I think there's a lot better things you could eat than soup. You know, it's good, I think, to have soups for an emergency and hey, you just love it and you would like to have it once a week, twice a week. Just try to put it after a thing of physical activity, or it would it'd be best suited for something like that. The Lenny. Oh, thank you, buddy. Cringe. I appreciate you stopping by the Ryback show. Ryback or frozen stir fry vegetables healthy. I get the frozen six ounce bag uh, from Costco and use a little. Um, I don't know what the seasoning you're mentioning there. No, that's fine, brother. Nothing wrong with that at all. And if you enjoy them and you, you consistently eat them, that, that's nothing wrong. And I think the key with that stuff is is not cooking it in a bunch of fat, not a bunch of oil. And because uh, carbs, there's some carbs in those vegetables and different things in there. And uh, even though there's more fiber, but you know, there's still carbohydrates. So you never want to mix your carbs and fats. That's I'll tell you guys, the more we can separate our carbs and fats by two to three hours, the, the better we're going to look. Which is why a lot of processed and fast foods that combine them are not the best things to eat. I apologize. You super chatted twice. Am I a tea drinker? You know, I, I do I, every once in a while. Uh, I've got, I've got what tea do I have in there? I got a, a horny goat weed tea that I've had sitting in there. Every once in a while, I'll throw a bag of horny goat weed. It's like a, just a regular tea bag in there. And uh, that in a, there's a, an antioxidant tea I had. I, a maca, ma, uh, the maca, is it maca? What am What's the hell of going to a brain fart here? But I have multiple like green teas and different things, but not a lot. Like more when I fast, I'll have like a big bottle. I'll, I'll put tea in usually when I do that just to sip on something different. Uh, Hunter Call of the Wild Keegan, thank you for the super chat. If you came back, will you go to the Royal Rumble? Considering that just finished a couple months ago and the game plan is to, to be back well before that, uh, you know, I don't see that being the case. Let's see here. 
Oh, we've got another person spamming the chat. Let me just throw a little shell shock in there. <sighs> I'm seeing if I missed another super chat real quick. I appreciate the kind words saying you want to see the shell shock again. Super chat. Jan the man 3000. Thank you very much. Just tuning in. Didn't get notified again. Have you addressed Goldberg's comments on wanting a retirement match? It needs to be you. Tell him to wait. Um, I talked about it on yesterday's show. Thank you for the super chat. I'm sorry you didn't get notified again. It's, it's a real thing. Uh, the yeah, We talked about it on yesterday's show. And uh, it might, my guess will be uh, knowing the way that things have worked out and with, with WWE, unless he specifically wanted it to be me, um, the way that I, and the, there's the, I said, I'll be getting my documentation on the trademark and all that here, hopefully very soon within a couple months, but it'll probably be after mania with all that. But, uh, and I've only met Bill once. I don't know what is the, if Bill realizes the story that is there, with that or what he wants to do. My guess is and with how they are and what they've done with the things with me and limiting my, the trying to stop me everywhere on everything. And, and I don't see that like in Hunter, like we've, even though they reached out the year and when he took over and said they want to repair the relationship, he's done nothing to show that. <clears throat> I'm absolutely nothing. So I don't think that's happening in that. Not to say that it can't, but I, he's just not taking that initiative on and address the things that need to be addressed with that so like that's the kind of stuff that has to take place but bill would have to to want that too and i don't know if bill wants or cares and doesn't realize i i think the story is i think the people that know know it's a layup but the uh i i, I wouldn't be shocked if they go braun goldberg and his history with with the steiners and wcw and i go i, I go and that would and two with wwe and everything with me and like that would just I would, it would not shock me one bit that that's the route they go and I'll be happy for Braun and I will understand it and think that he's more than worthy and deserving of it. And, uh, they'll do good business with it, but I don't, uh, there's so many variables in that. And I talked about it yesterday a little bit and I've talked about that match with him. I wanted it when I was there and they didn't want him there when I was there. They, he had a bad relationship with WWE. And they did not talk kindly. And that's I've, I've been honest about that from day one. And it was I was shut down. Don't talk about it. You don't want it. You don't want that. No, 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 no. Okay. They didn't want me. That's why I didn't acknowledge them on TV. They didn't want it. They did, did not want it. And then I leave. And then that, got, that relationship got repaired. And I don't know on what end who reached out first on that. And Bill, it was, I, don't, I just know that the relationship was not good. And had it been, I think he's addressed all that and talked about that. So, <clears throat> and then I remember, cause I remember our podcast I, we were doing and I go, they said like, they brought him back into, in spite of me with everything just to get back and like, but they do stuff like that. They really, they'll repair a bad relationship to, to get over on another talent or to send a message. Like this is not anything new with it. But I remember there were people like that were just, like, you don't understand the way things work with all of that, but. A lot would need to happen to even get to that. I mean, physically, I'm great. I'm in great shape. I'm always ready, like I said. But it's the 
it, it would be more of a, a matter on his end, you know, on probably who he wants to 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 have be his last match. And that's where I, I and like that. That's that's only he 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 knows that I don't. I think it'd be really cool, and I think it'd be it's uh, the story and, and the, everything. I think it makes it makes sense. It might make too much sense with it, but you know we've got the deal with with WWE with everything going on. So that you see what I mean, like that's that's a. It would literally need to be him. Like, no, I want it to be this guy, and even then they might go, no, we're not doing that. So, oh, he's back. Knock, knock, about to get shell shock, man. Triple shell shock today. My man loves those shell shocks. Good to see all of you. Super chat here. Little Grim Reefer, thank you very much. Great show today. Funny Elimination Chamber story. Thank you very much, buddy. Always greatly appreciate it. I, I, man, I, I enjoy doing this more and more. And uh, you guys have great questions. And there's, there's so many different things we could always talk about. But it's nice to like kind of relive this stuff. And, and to it's pepper in some other stuff here and there. But it, it's fun, man. Like I said, you guys are more than welcome to use the clips of this show. My guy will keep putting our content and clips. Get views off of me. It helps me as well with everything I'm dealing with, with all the restrictions. And I'm I'm literally shadow banned on every account right now. So it is, uh, you guys, it, it helps me out too when you guys put the clips out. And I think it gives people a different perspective other than all the like, hateful, negative things people do and my stuff being limited. When other people make stuff and on, on the stuff and people can see, I think it, it greatly helps. And it, those that have given the time and follow and like, I thank you because it, it's allowed me just to be me. And I think you can get a, a good uh, idea of things with how we do the show and, and, and the uh, the discussions. Hello, hello. But with that, guys, oh, hold on. Let me, uh, another super chat. Hunter Call of the Wild Keegan says, so when you left in 2016, why you lose your contract? Uh, I had had my contract and I walked out uh, and I got my ear and nose fixed and I got paid until my contract ran up August 8th of 2016. And and we parted ways. Uh, I was never like released or fired or any of that. I ended up in the, after that, I needed a five disc fusion and shoulder replacement, which I knew I need. I, I knew I found that out after I left, but when I was there, I did not know, but the doctors knew that we was physically dealing with some pretty probably serious stuff. And unfortunately, the way things you just kind of doing toward all every day, every, every day, whether injected by them or oral pills, I would kind of mix it up. So I wasn't getting injections every day, even though the injections worked better. And, and I felt a little better on those. Um, you're not supposed to be taking that stuff every day, let alone for years. And just kind of realizing that I wasn't, I was in a very bad position uh, and needed just to get away. Like I needed to get away to think to, and it was like, just get away from the, everyday grind and to like to to just really think about things and I already had been thinking about things a lot and it just need I needed to get out of there and uh and I walked out on a multi-million dollar contract and um and probably and probably at least one championship run based off the handshake with with Vince and a lot of money but 
and I don't, I don't regret one thing because I would not be anywhere near where I am and I would not be healthy. And I would, if I didn't, if I would have stayed there even a few more months with my back, if my disc would have gotten any worse, the stem cells would not have been able to regrow my disc. And then I would have either had to have just lived off of pain pills until I couldn't take it anymore and get my five disc fusion or, or just like just been done. It would have been, you know, my shoulder had no cartilage left. And, and this is why this is their scar tissue built up for years to protect itself. And I've got it. We're almost there. And like those stem cells truly blessed, you know, but sometimes and wealth is health. And, you know, I've worked really hard on all this and to have financial freedom. And it's why it's really frustrating to have that kind of latch on to the stuff I'm doing. And it's just not right. And it's not, it's, it's just a matter of it. it it's so personal. And, but I, I firmly believe the truth is going to win and, and everything is happening for a reason and it's all going to be made up. I really do believe that. And, and I just enjoy what I do and, and let alone, but I just want, you know, I want things to be able to do what they, they can do. And I don't like being limited to the amount of people I can interact with. I'd rather have thousands of people in here at a time with it, you know? So, but uh, that was why I left. And then on top of that, there was the trademark stuff. There was the creative stuff and all the legal stuff that had gone on and the tensions of a lot of stuff that people, there was a reason why there was no mention of me. It was, it was just, it was, and this had been going on for a long time. So it was, uh, I just needed to get away and I've not shied away from, from telling the truth because it was, it's a messed up situation and I'm in no way a victim or anything, but I was like, this stuff is. I need to get this fixed because it's, it's latching on. And unfortunately when you're dealing with really powerful people and it's a crazy world and we've seen that play out on a lot of different things. And it was the only thing I underestimated in all of this. And, uh, but it's all going to be all right. But that was why I left ultimately. But, uh, with that guys, the uh, we're going to wrap up today's show. We'll be back uh, probably Sunday for a Ryback show. Sunday we'll have a new feeding time, which I got to do uh, today for Monday. We're going to do the Arby's, the new the grilled steak sandwich, I believe, uh, on there for a feeding time review. A new item there on that 9 a.m. Pacific as always. <clears throat> I'll have a lot more clips we got coming in. I'll have more clips, so check back constantly. Always got the shorts and all that, and you guys are more than welcome to use the clips, like I said. Make content off the show. Just tag me on TikTok, Instagram, whatever, Twitter you do it. And, uh, yeah, we'll keep the keep the things floating around out there. And check out everything Feed Me More Nutrition. All the discounts are in the description on the code with all the merch on there. We got the new Ryback South Park uh, character uh, shirt, tank top, and, and hoodie available. And we're also going to have uh, some new Pump Daddy uh, merch coming out. Pump Daddy, the uh, which I put a video doing triceps. The, uh, which you can see how big my arms are. The, I, I, by the way, the funny story before we wrap up. So somebody on my, uh, I, you just see stuff all the time, but somebody like tried to like make an, a bad comment on one of my workout videos <clears throat> because the camera, the people don't realize like there's different angles and you look different from different angles. And I had to wear my gym set up. I couldn't get it directly behind me. Like I usually do. I had to put it to the side kind of, and it was, I normally wouldn't do a lap pull down with it from its side but I'm, I'm keeping the tension like on my back and in, in, with stricter form. And I'm not like flexing my arms or like my arms are very like relaxed in the movement with that. But uh, like that position, but somebody will like, be, they'll be like, Oh my God, he's got Kurt angle syndrome. His arms are completely deteriorated. 
and, and that, and I'm like, wait a second. I go, I know what my arms look like. No, they don't. But I go from that angle. If you're looking, you can't see the whole arm. I'm like, it's just kind of like, and I when I go, and he goes, by the way, your career is nothing like Kurt Angles. And I was like, but you've got all the the deterioration, like like something just like really. And I go, I'll just post a couple of videos showing how big my arms are. It's like, just, <laughs> and I'll never see a comment from you ever again. So that's why I post. I was like, oh, I'm gonna, for that guy, a little pump daddy action. That's going to be my new nickname. Uh, the, the Big Daddy Ryback's going to be be Pump Daddy. And um, with the, the music where it'll be like, it'll be Pump, the, 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 the Pump, and then the Daddy, they'll be like how the chicks say, Daddy, Pump Daddy. <laughs> Oh, so stupid. But with that, guys, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up today's show. I thank you for, for tuning in as always. Thank you for your questions and in, in your super chats. Let's have a great, great day and a great weekend. And uh, I'll see you back on Sunday for another Ryback show. Until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more. Hey Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications. For the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch, visit FeedMeMore.com.